I'm going to continue the series of sermons when I'm going to speak and my my wish for all of us is my wish is that we all are open before God Hamantas in the beginning started giving comparisons and, and stories about mice I remember a story when in my house I saw a mouse it was very small but I'm really I'm, I have I'm afraid of mice and I was walking from chair to chair but the mouse was that already and today God wants to show you that if there is some things in your life that's that's uh, destroying your life God wants to set you free he doesn't come to your life to bring more burdens on you to so he comes so he can help us go through certain problems situations and heal our hearts notice things that are destroying our lives and work with them work on them and walk into freedom in in god's miracles uh, in old testament in um in the acts book of acts there are two things so there's always the seed of the word and there is a heart of a person and these things these two things are crucial in order for god's will to manifest in your life to to be completed and how gulnara was testifying that yes god has a plan he he had a plan for her life he wanted to provide but 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 she had to do uh, things from her side in her life as well and raise your hands those who want to who likes to work in a garden who likes to seed and plant and look after the vegetables and i remember being when i was in lithuania and i really didn't like all that gardening and stuff and um so i always said said to myself that i will never have a garden like um never grow anything i will just go to the shop but guess where i live now i live in um suburbs and i have a garden and i have to <laughs> look after it and it's not like god god wants to bring a fruit in all of our lives it's not like he chooses certain people and wants to to work in their lives he wants to manifest in all of our lives and he plants seeds his word plants seeds and god's 
heart is that it gives us the the fruit and a lot of it, hundred times more. And you know why so many people probably don't get what they desire today? It's because they're not ready. Their hearts are not in a good place. It's not in a good position. So just like the the the, the soil has to be prepared to take the seed, so does the hearts of our humans. It has to be ready and prepared. So we have to we have to look after our hearts. We have to take out some bad bad weeds. The the good mindset of the heart is saying, I am ready, I am open. God, what do you want to tell me? Where do you want to lead me? And the Bible says that blessed are those not only who just simply listen, but also the ones that listen and obey and act on the word, act on what they hear. And I remember how I, in certain points of life, had to give a tithing from my prophets. And if I got, if I received a lot, it, it feels physically weak. You feel physically weak when you have to really give away. It's not pleasant for the body. It's not pleasant for your human flesh nature because it's against what we are taught in in world um, God needs obedient faithful heart so always ask him what are what just try to listen and ask God what is he telling you and let's read from uh, gospel of math Matthew chapter 13 from verse 4 to 9 um, from third verse and he told them many parables many things in parables stories by mm, saying a sower went out to sow and as he sowed some seeds fell by the roadside and the birds came and ate them up other seeds fell on rocky ground where they had not much soil and at once they sprang up because they had no depth because they had no depth of soil but when the sun rose they were scorched because they had no root they dried up and withered away other seeds fell among thorns and the thorns grew up and choked them out other seeds fell on good soil and yielded grain, some a hundred times as much as was sown, some sixty times as much, and some thirty. He who has ears, let him li be listening, and let him consider and perceive and comprehend by hearing. And now the disciples were telling, please explain us. And then from verse 18, Jesus was explaining what he meant from this parable. Listen down to the parable of the sower. While anyone is hearing the word of the kingdom and does not does not grasp 
and comprehended, the evil one comes and snatches away what was sown in his heart. This is what was sown along the roadside. As for what was sown on thin, rocky soil, this is he who hears the word and at once welcomes and accepts it with joy. But um, when afflic affliction and trouble or persecution comes on account of the word, at once he is caused to stumble and he falls away. And he continues, but in the end says that for what was sown on a good soil, this is he who hears the word and grasps and comprehends it. He need best fruit and yields in one case a hundred times, sixty times, or thirty times more of what was sown. Have you, if you walked on the road, especially in some countryside, have you noticed the roadside land? The soil is usually very hard. Nothing grows there because people usually step on it, and it's not very easy for any anything to grow in it. And Jesus uses these examples to show that it's the same in people's hearts when a seed falls into our hearts. The seed stays on the surface of a heart. It doesn't go into the depths. It doesn't go deep. And then the, the birds come and eat it, these seeds, because they never went went down into the in, deep into the ground, into the soil. Um, so it's those who just fly, they float on they kind of walk on the surface. Everything you hear, you, for example, you listen to the Word of God, and in that moment you agree, you say amen, it's a good word. But then you walk out and everything is forgotten. And whenever, whenever some situations arise, some difficulties, you don't know how to react. You don't react on the Word of God, the way God teaches, because that message never went deep into your heart. And such people usually have experienced a lot of problems, difficulties, traumas in life, and they build a certain self-defense mechanism um, it's kind of you lock your heart, you say, nobody will ever hurt me, nobody will ever um, do wrong to me, I will never let anyone break my heart. So you kind of harden your heart, you build walls, and even the seeds of, of uh, God's word they cannot break it, they cannot break through. And usually such people, they desire the presence of God, they desire to be close to God, but they are not able to do. And to hear that 
being open-hearted, vulnerable. Um, for such people, they cannot listen to such things, such words. It is. It means suffering and pain for them. But God would never hurt you. God says you will not be alone like maybe you were in your childhood when you were hurt. When your closest people hurt you. But maybe you opened up your heart and somebody broke it, somebody betrayed you. And you, you got wounded. But God is saying, I'm your loving Heavenly Father. And once I come into your life, I am with you. I never leave you and forsake you. I don't break your heart. I heal your heart. I'm the healer. I want to restore your heart, renew it. God would never, he will never behave like a human being who can betray us. But God, we can fully trust in him to open our hearts and be vulnerable in front of him because he wants to give full healing and restoration in such heart becomes brave and confident trusting in God and knowing that and God will always fight for you he will be for you maybe in your childhood you witnessed when your parents didn't fight for you maybe they didn't um, stand and maybe you didn't feel secure and safe but God says I will protect you I will fight for you and and I know for such people it's difficult to 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 believe and sometimes to understand this message because that's not what they experience in life but pray and ask God to help you heal soften your heart and just open and break 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 like humble down before God and ask God to prepare your heart the soil of your heart to be soft and ready to receive the seed of the word God has all the, the tools. He knows how to cultivate the, the soil of your heart. Mm, God will show things in your life that is hurting you, that is painful. But when God takes you to the place it's, you, it's not to give you fear and anxiety. It's not to scare you away. But it's, listen to what God is telling you next. When you're in a certain difficult situation, what is God telling you? Where, where to go? What, to, what steps to make? Maybe it's not going to be in a day. It's going to be a lifetime journey a year-long journey but if you open if you always have that open mindset open heart 
I guarantee you, in a year time, you're not going to be in the same place where you are today. God will give you advice. He will prompt you what action to take in certain situations. And God knows we as human beings, uh, we are not constant. And what do you think in us is the most unstable thing? I think it's emotions, it's our feelings. You can wake up feeling happy, but 10 minutes later, another thoughts come, the same sadness can come suddenly out of nowhere. And then the next day it's all good again. So I think feelings are the most unstable things about us. But yes, when while we live on Earth, our emotions gonna be up and down, and it's nothing wrong with that. And don't blame yourself. Don't feel bad that today maybe you're not in a mood for somebody. I mean, for for some something. Sometimes you're lazy to do anything, even some daily things that we do every day. But sometimes we feel generous, we want to give everything we have. The other day, maybe you're thinking, why should I give? These people should earn themselves. Um, they shouldn't be lazy and stuff like that. But... It's just the feelings, just emotions, they pass, they change very quickly. But clearly the Bible teaches that we should not live according to our emotions. We should not build our life on them. We should not base our decisions on them. And the Bible says that such people, they will never have that maturity. <laughs> Their life would be like a roller coaster, and they can always remain in that uh, spiritual childhood where you are just deciding, base, basing your decisions on what you see, what you feel. But it's, the Bible says that the doubting mind don't you think that you will achieve something if you always are in doubts if you always question everything um when i was in the ferry once in a boat and that uh, waving was happening i, I was thinking goodness when will when this will end it's very unpleasant and stable feeling but imagine if you live your life like this constantly every day who didn't want to go to church today a few people a few people raised their hands that they didn't want to go they didn't feel like going to church today and you didn't want to be here, but you still came, you still made a decision to walk out of your house, to make a journey, and here you are. You see, it's a good accomplishment, because even though you didn't feel like it, 
you didn't act upon your feeling. Because, you know, the Word of God teaches to praise God on Sunday, come to church, gather together, um, and also (laughs) women, raise your hands who don't want to, just don't want to uh, admit that they were wrong. They always want to achieve their goals in, in marriage. They want to be humble. There are people in marriage 10, 20, 30 years, and they still know that feeling when you become stubborn. If a conflict arises and you're thinking in your heart, if he doesn't apologize for me, I'm not going to talk. And you're just living in silence. You're just holding that kind of... You carry anger. You just drop uh, joy and peace from yourself and nobody else. So... For such people, it's very dangerous to go into some counseling or psychology courses because you can just drown in self-analysis, thinking about yourself, digging into all your feelings and emotions. But the Bible is not about yours. It's not about you. It's about Jesus. Don't look too much to yourself. Look into Jesus. The Bible says that you will have to die uh, to yourself, crucify your flesh nature, put it on the cross and crucify it every day. Your flesh desires and nature. You put, you crucify all your emotions. But it's not like you deny them. It's simply that you say, this will not control my life. I will not let be my life be based on how I feel, how I feel, when you know the truth of the Word of God. So sometimes when we look back into your decisions and you think, it wouldn't be good if today I listened and acted upon how I felt. If I let, if I let my feelings take place, today you know you wouldn't be, you wouldn't have made good decisions back then. So the Bible is giving this parable and saying there are people who base life upon their feelings whenever they feel good god is good but when they feel sad and lonely then they feel like god has turned away from them god abandoned them they start questioning and doubting everything the word of god so it's the same with ministries when you feel like you're you god's near he's close So you feel like, I will open church, I will open ministry, I will be successful. Maybe it goes well. It it Really, you see the growing in church, in ministry. But when you actually start doing it, you face difficulties, challenges. 
How many of you who are in ministry wanted to leave everything and run away, simply abandon? I did. There were moments in my life when I thought, God, I don't want to do this anymore. I don't want to be in this position. But I know I should not make a decision based on today's feelings. But if you give up, if you, if you give in to today's feelings, you will not come to a place where God is leading you, where God wants to see you, what God has prepared for your life. And it's less feel, let's think about how you feel. You think, always um, get hurt because maybe you feel like oh nobody loves me here in this place but it's not about that god wants to teach you to love you are loved you're very much loved by god but today also if you think you are one of these people have to pray and ask god to give you give you that power to follow him to be faithful and loyal and not base your life on feelings and emotions when you know to always stand firm on the word of god and his promises his word um you know when um we probably all had experiences when you made decisions just because you felt anger in that moment and it didn't it wasn't a good result after all so here we have discover our hearts and we know where we have to change here also the parable is uh, given another example of when a seed fell, falls into the heart a good heart good uh, good soil but other things rise together like the things of this world the going to work all the troubles every day routine but it's and there's nothing wrong with these things we do them all of us do these things but what if you wake up every day or before going to sleep all you think about is some troubles some problems you have to solve oh i have to solve this i have to call this person i have to do this do that and you know that it all it all like comes upon your mind like a cloud and you cannot see that sun light that God is shining on you if you saw a tiny plant in a garden and which is surrounded by bigger plants and you know that maybe the leaves are covering it and it doesn't get the enough light it's always see and observe what are you watching what you're feeding yourself with every day what kind of magazines or series you're watching 
why do we have to feed our flesh nature? What kind of shows promotes? Yes, you follow uh, the trends, but then we shouldn't be surprised when you don't feel strong in faith. Because when we watch uh, shows that promote the flesh, worldly desires that you need more, you need better, you need, you need more. And I'm not against having things. I'm again, I'm trying to say that you have to have freedom, freedom from these things. You are not worrying constantly about. Uh, be having a bet, having more, having better, having a better business or job. If you're a businessman and you trust in God, you will sleep in peace. You will have peace in your heart because you know He will take care. He will show you. He will guide you. He will lead you into a better place. He will every day when you wake up, he will talk to you and he will guide you. Just be willing to serve, not only receive, not only think that, oh, I come here and everyone has to give to serve me, to to entertain me, but have a good vision, have a good place in your heart where your heart is fully trusting in, in God, when you walk in God's glory, so nothing can outshine God's glory, nothing can outgrow and darken our vision in life. And you have this feeling in your heart, you, you know, you have knowledge that I have enough, I have, I am, I have gratefulness, I have great, full gratefulness and thankfulness for God. So you don't have to worry because you know you trust God will take care of you. When you, today, when you already have satisfaction, you say, I am happy, I have enough, God is providing, He's He looks after me. You will not be in constant race, constant uh, struggling to chasing these things of this world. So you will have that peace and then act from a peaceful heart. You make good, peaceful decisions not based on, on on fear and anxiety, but based on peace and trust in God. Also, here we have to repent and say, I'm sorry that I was worrying, I was letting my heart uh, be troubled and burdened with <laughs> desires and passions of my flesh nature. I'm sorry that I was chasing um, wrong things. I was concentrating and putting first other things than you, other things besides your God. No thing in life can define my value, my worth as a human being because you already have told God. 
how much I am loved, how much you value and, and cherish me. Maybe today you feel like God is telling you to stop, to take fasting, take a week's holiday and just just leave things all your your responsibilities um, now basically just have a new look new vision into God's word God's just raise your eyes to the sky and create and ask God to make a new heart in you with a new vision new mindset that trusts in Him and lives in peace. Um, that's the right mindset of a fruitful soil, the heart that gives many fruit. And such person would desire the most God's presence. Your priorities change. So you, you realize that you always evaluate, you think, okay, um, if chasing this thing, this dream, this passion will draw me far from you, God, if I would grow apart from your presence, then I don't want it, then it's not worth it. Um, it's just... You always value God's presence and peace the most. And such a person knows how to put his emotions in the right place. This person knows how to walk in faith and trust. And it's absolutely a journey, it's, it's a journey, and we're not going to be in this place probably in a second, in a day. God is leading us through this journey of our heart, the changing of our hearts. But with God's help, God's grace, we can remain, we can stand. He's holding us and He's cultivating our hearts. It's looking after, God is looking after our hearts. So we can walk in His presence, His blessing, His peace, His freedom. There, in aspects where you know in your life you have to work on. Just have the right attitude that you won't change and you will trust in God that He will guide you. Here in this place, I'm going to finish the sermon and thank you, God, for your grace, your mercy that you give us ability to look at ourselves and find where we are wrong, where we 
grown uh, wrong mindset uh, places and things that rob us in our lives, the robbers from from good things. Thank you that you give us a power and grace. Encourage us to change, to walk to freedom. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit, that you empower us every day. Thank you for everyone who listened today and whatever if you find your heart whatever the soil God is the one who knows how to revive it how to heal your heart how to remove certain weeds things that stand in the way things that rob us things that that are wrong and that are not good for our lives. Thank you, God, and I give you the permission to be that garden of on my heart, the soil, my God, my the garden of my heart. I know that you will walk with me, God. You will lead me and take me to the place where you have in mind for me what you have prepared. Um, Please give me the power to live in complete freedom, courage and trust in you, God. Renew and open my heart. Thank you, Father, in Jesus' name. Thank you, Jesus, that you truly heal every heart. You truly rise. You truly um, revive every heart to live in your glory, to bring you the glory, to glorify you. Um, when we sing worship songs, sing with trust, with gratefulness, with truly bringing him all the glory.